Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Ivan Klasnich, welcome to Footwork. Thanks for coming on. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we always start the same way. That's make your own path. That's our motto here. And for someone who's played at some of the highest levels and the best tournaments ever, what does make your own path mean to you? Say it again. Make your own path. So it's, it's our, this is like our slogan here. It's essentially just goes to mean going outside of your comfort zone to, I guess, make your own route and how you want to do things, follow your dreams. So I guess just in terms of your career, how have you done that how have you made your own path i always say or i i I said before uh if you're healthy you can do your best football or you can do everything what you want but you know um the the thing is um if you if you if you pass what i pass before you know like with my uh, injury with my illness with everything you know uh, it's uh, you think about your life different mm. when i was 18 and when i was 30 you know so this part was like a really strange part in 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 one point but it was uh, it's 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 helped me to think about a life right because at the end, if you if you ask hundred people what you think about life, everybody would say, "Yeah, enjoy my life, fun here, there." It's not about all of this, but the first thing is, if you stay healthy, you can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If you don't stay healthy, I would say, "F word." Yeah. It's 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 really hard. Yeah, to get this what you want, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So and. Um, in uh, in my uh, WhatsApp, it says on creation, one ill person has one problem. One normal person has a lot of problems. Right. Mm. So this is, I think, for every person, what you need to think in your head. First thing, what is a life? what you want from a life and what you get from your life and this is i think how i pass all the things about my uh yeah what happened and uh this is the main thing i love that we're gonna we'll dive into the details but to give us a brief summary who are you where were you and where are you going well, I am Ivan Klasnich. I am 43 years old now. I am um, a sports agent, a football agent now. Uh, I, I was born in Hamburg. I live in Hamburg now, still. And, uh, but my, uh, my parents are Croatian. So I am Croatian, have a Croatian passport. And uh, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be alive first and I'm happy to be here to do this podcast and uh, to make maybe some people uh, to give some advice for some people and uh, to um, yeah to give them maybe uh, the positive things what what I did or what I have in my life yeah speaking on the answer before talking about you know how you value life maybe a little differently now over these last years. Do you feel like that answer would have changed when you were 18, 19, 20 coming into your first professional contracts? Yeah, if, if this, um, if, if I had this head before with 18, sure. Mm. Because, uh, I was thinking differently later and, um, because you know when you have uh, like uh, if you know uh, um, or you have coughing or something like that you know small things you know like you say ah oh, i'm going to training and go for a run and this and this i would not do this done now because 
your body say to you something and give you advice, have a rest and do it tomorrow maybe or the next day. Because if you don't have a rest, you will keep this and go on and have it inside and and you cannot give you 100%. And this is the main thing. Every training you have to give 100% or every match. And also in the in your life, you have to give hundred percent for your friends, for your family, and everything, and for your work. When when giving advice to a younger player, though, is at what point do you say, "Oh, you should push through whatever small cold you have, or you should still go to training," or do you just always rest when you're not feeling well? Because at some point in a professional career, you're always getting run down, right? But you keep pushing on. Where is the line where you would say? You need to take a break and give your body a chance to recover. No, everybody has has to have his own line. So mm-hmm. if you feel ill, stay at home. Your coach will say, yeah, come on, try and everything. But no, your body is saying, give a rest. And I give this also to, if I speak with my players and everything. So don't go to the training. Have a rest, drink a lot do some uh, different things, not always take tablets or everything, you know, like you have, if, if you're, um, you know, like um, y- there is so much, uh, so many old uh, fashion things to do mm-hmm. uh, to keep, uh, you know, like if you have fever, you can have, uh, you know, you cut um, uh, potatoes mm-hmm. in small pieces, put it on your feet. Uh, wrap I haven't it. heard of this one. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, wrap okay. it with a, uh, with a plastic wrap, plastic wrap mm-hmm. and it takes your uh, fever away. Really? Yeah, really? but you know, these are old things. Does know? it work though? Yeah, 100%. Okay, wow. <laughs> no, 100%. No, it is. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, like these these things um, I got from my mother, you know, like, like also if you have, a, you know, like a bad stomach and you have like bad, uh, you're going a lot of to the toilet. My, my mother said to me always, take a, a spoon with uh, half coffee and half sugar and uh, take it you know like and um, you know uh, don't drink water but uh, like your uh, saliva yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and it helps me always you know i, I don't know if it's from there yeah but you know like uh, it was always fun it and it's always when i speak with my mother then and i say oh, i have stomach do this and Right. But, That's you know, right. there's a lot of other things uh, what uh, we can say now, but uh, but you can Google it, you know, like there's really uh, in every country, I, I promise you, if you Google it, there is really uh, a lot of things what you will never expect. Right. Yeah. Coming into the now, you mentioned being a player agent, player consultant. I'm just wondering how it feels to kind of be on a different side of the game. So helping players and seeing it from this side. How do, what's one of the biggest takeaways, biggest things you've learned in this new role? The biggest things what I learned is when I played football, everybody wanted something of me. When I'm now agent, I need, I want something from them, you know. <laughs> right. So they. Sometimes they don't care who calls and sometimes they don't care if they respond or not, but it's sometimes different, really. This, uh, this agent thing is, it's hard, mm. but you know, like I, my personal thing is, you know, I want to help the players. It's not about sure at the end, it's money always, but first thing is to find the right person for the right club. Right. And this is, I think, very important. It's not about to make a quick deal or to make a, a yeah, a dodgy deal, you know. It's it's about, you know, to, to, to do the right things. Yeah. Do you feel that there was a time in your career or at some point in your career where maybe an agent got the wrong deal or brought you to the wrong team or maybe was doing something behind your back where you wish, or you're trying to help players now and do the right thing versus something that in your past, maybe it was not the right thing. Well, you know, like uh, with me, uh, I cannot say nothing wrong because at the end I, I worked with my, uh, with my lawyer. Mm. He's a friend of mine also. And uh, I, I really never had an agent. He was working like my agent. 
and um, well, at the end, you know, I always decided where where I would go. You know, I I, I will not say I I I I did something wrong. Sure, if you see the the stats uh, where I played, where I not played, so um, was mine's maybe the the the. the Best move at the time? Not the best move, but uh, the, it was the. Yeah, it was. You know, I decided to be not so far from my daughter. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this was my main thing, not to be because she was in Hamburg, I was separated, and um, I decided to be like, like to to live in Wiesbaden, uh, near Mainz, and uh, so I can bring my daughter always to Frankfurt or to fly to Frankfurt or anything. So, yeah, I decided to go then there. So I didn't play a lot. I played three games, 70 minutes. So this was not the best thing. Mm -hmm. But at the end, you know, you learned a lot of things. You learned new players, you learned to work with, uh, with new coach. Uh, you learned some different things, you know. And uh, every club I was, I, I never said I did a mistake. Hmm. You know, I went to Bolton, I went to Nantes. Uh, I was uh, like, first day uh, was my first football, um, professional football was Sao Pauli, then to Werder Bremen. <coughs> sure, there was a lot of other clubs mm -hmm. who wanted me with more money, more um, bigger clubs. Mm -hmm. But there was always some issues, you know. Like, um, not issues, but there was always some problems because I was Croatian. I had a Croatian passport. I was not European Union, so I couldn't go. So, you know, like there was different things. Like I, I, I could go to Bayern Munich, mm -hmm. but I, I didn't want it because I didn't want it to work with Felix Magath because it, it was, he was really hard and worker mm -hmm. and, you know, and I, I know I had this problem with my kidney. So I didn't want it to, yeah, that my kidney will be yeah. mm -hmm. right. done, you know. So, you know, these things always was something, yeah, where I said I couldn't go because of that. And yeah. The layover hoodie is out now. Select size is still available on our website, footwork.club/shop, or follow any link in our bios. It will be the best hoodie you own. We personally guarantee it. What are some of the other things that kind of those boxes you needed to have checked to say yes to a team? Because you said you had different offers and things like that. So what did you need to Look, feel like? Uh, Look, I had an offer from Juventus Turin, 2005, uh, but I couldn't go there because I was not European Union. Mm. So I had to decide maybe, maybe I go to take the German passport or to keep the Croatian passport. Because oh, you would have to, to stay give it up national at the time, team. Yeah. So for me, it was important to play national team. So I didn't go to UN. So that Juventus. wasn't an option. Mm. Was it always that? Was there any? Because I know Germany had knocked on the door a few times to, to ask. This was, was before, it you know. Croatia? It was always going to be Croatia that you would represent? This was before, you know. Uh, Klaus Alofs was uh, the, the, the main guy who wanted me to play for Germany mm. when I came to Bremen, 2001. But for you, it was always going to be Croatia? Well, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's, 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 uh, um, I was born here, but I don't feel I'm German. Sure, I learned everything like uh, the, the character, the, 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 the things, how you act, how you, how you be, to be a two person, you know, like, but uh, for me it was um, always to play for Croatia. And speaking of your, your time with Croatia, you played in the 2006 World Cup, uh, two Euros, you had a pair of goals. Do you have a favorable moment with the, with the national team? Well, 2006 uh, was very, uh, the first game against Brazil, uh, first game of the tournament in Berlin. It was, this was, uh, I don't know, um, a fantastic, atmosphere from the Croatian crowd. I never saw 
a crowd like uh, cheering and uh, you know fighting for us and uh, yeah it was so powerful mm. how many creation was there and um, yeah we lost we did a good game but we lost uh, against brazil so it was the, not the best uh, world cup for us then we played i think in in nuremberg against japan 2-2 no 1-1 and we played against australia in stuttgart 2-2 where joe shimonich get three yellow cards three yellow cards three yellow cards wow. in the game they changed the rules yeah <laughs> so for you i mean because you've played in the champions league as well but kind of when we talk to athletes putting on the national team jersey representing the country is it just a different level in terms of pride and what it means to you well for me is uh, you know like i i cannot i can say also for uh, everybody but from for us is to to be proud to play for croatia mm. so uh, i don't know how it is uh, for other countries but if you hear uh, the national uh, uh, song um, it's like you know it's 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 in your heart you know like and you want to give everything for this country because we are a small country if you see we have four and a half people millions uh, in Croatia and four and a half outside Croatia so maybe it's less now but um, you know at the end we are nine million people of Croatian crowd in the whole world so and we are doing really well for yeah, the Yeah, still able to, yeah. I mean, yeah. you look at the players that Croatia has produced. Yeah. You're talking about Madrid, Rakitic. I know you have some relationships with them. I mean, what does that come down to? Do you think that's, is there great setups in Croatia for football in terms of the schooling and education? I don't or? think there is a good setups. If they have, if, if there would be more setups, Could maybe there would be more yeah. like Modric, or Rakitic or Boban or Šuka or something like that. But I think um, the most important thing for them is what to do. Yeah. They say, we want to do sports. Somebody wants to do basketball. Somebody wants to do football. At the end, you know, the most of the guys wants to play football. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then trying and, you know, every day. And in Croatia is, uh, is better. <laughs> they were better than here. Uh, so they're going out and play, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And how is that going from club to national team in terms of the identity you're playing to what the coach or how the coach wants to set you up? Is there a difficulty adjusting from team to team when you go from club to the national team? Well, if, if, if you compare 2004, I was um, going to Portugal and uh, I, won the, I won the champion and I won the cup with Werder Bremen. Mm. I didn't play one minute. This was strange. I heard there was a lot of surprise. A lot this of people did not know why. Like Otto Baric, he's now not here more. But I was surprised, you know, like, you know, I, I, I would not say I had to play, you know, but at the end, uh, he could give me a chance, you know, like, right. because I was a champion in Germany. Not right. other guys watch the double, the double too. Yeah, in the Pokal, so yeah. But I didn't get any minute. I was like a supporter. There. <laughs> <laughs> and how how was that? Was that one of the first times in your career where you were just a supporter on the bench, just watching the team? Yeah, play? it was strange, really strange, because um, I was thinking, you know, like uh, like in the last game we get, we played against England. And he was like doing every striker, you know, pushing, you know, you have to go and you get a chance and everything. So we were five strikers and he, he told the same, everybody. At the end, we lost 4-2 against uh, England. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> at the end, I don't know if it's, if it's true or not. But at the end, uh, I heard, you know, if I would give 50,000, I would play every game. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Was it, so in the 2006 World Cup, you did play sometimes off the bench sometimes, but you scored that goal to tie it up, which was, I mean, kind of amazing scenes. Obviously, it didn't end how you wanted it to end. I believe it was against Turkey. No, 2008 was it. 2008 was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, so, for, okay. So during that World Cup, was it a kind of like a, 
I belong here moment, like scoring that goal, even though it didn't end maybe how you wanted to? This was 2008. Uh, we had this um, quarterfinal game against Turkey. Mm -hmm. uh, this was the Euros. But um, the thing was, uh, yeah, I scored in the 119 minute the goal. Mm. I came on on uh, in the 96 minute. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got I got it not really with my head. I got it with my my shoulder, but it was inside, you know. And uh, we was like uh, very happy, uh, going to each other and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. celebrating. But I don't think it was a good celebrating. Because at the end we sh we should uh, throw the shirts off and run to the supporters yeah. and uh, yeah yeah that was Modric with the assist as well I think yeah. if I remember seeing the video correctly yeah Seems and I don't think the referee would uh, keep on uh, uh, playing the game you know mm. right yeah because right. in 190 minutes who expected uh, that uh, the game will be still three still four gone. minutes you know mm. right right yeah. right. I think then we, we take it back in terms of breaking into the professional football. Uh, what made your decision to go to St. Pauli? Well, um, my, my parents live not far from the stadium. Mm -hmm. And there was the, the, the trainings. Um, we didn't have a trainings camp. It was like... <coughs> and we, we trained on, um, how you say this in English? Um, Is that the sand? The clay? Yeah, the clay. clay. Yeah, clay. Yeah. So um, we learned football on the clay. So um, yeah, it was not far from my parents. So my parents said to me, uh, if you want to play, you can go to San Pauli. Oh, San Pauli wanted me and Hamburg wanted me too. Mm -hmm. But Hamburg wanted me to bring me home. And, uh, but my parents said, no, it's too far. Um, he can go with a bicycle or with a bus. It's only two uh, bus stations. Right, and, right uh, there, yeah. yeah. So. How was that? Because you got promoted with St. Pauli. How was that? Where does that rank in terms of kind of moments in your career? Because I'm sure it was a great yeah, time. It's, in it's, the it's, it's, it's just, um, um, I would say, you know, you learned because I, I, I came 97 there mm. and I, I signed a first contract, my first professional contract. It was not a professional, it was an amateur pro professional. Mm. So, um, yeah, for me, 2001, uh, when we went up, you know, like it was fantastic. You know, the whole Ripperman was full. Uh, we were celebrating. I think we were celebrating three, four days, you know, like uh, uh, like uh, crazy, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I was young still, you know, and uh, this was um, my last days uh, with San Pauli. So I went to Werder Bremen, you know, like uh, for the next season. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a new part right. of uh, my career, you know, like, mm -hmm. and Werder Bremen wanted me like since three years yeah. and never got me. And um, so, yeah, afterwards, you know, I decided in winter so that I will go already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That I would go to, uh, to Werder Bremen. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. How would you describe St. Pauli, the, the culture, the atmosphere, the fans for those who maybe aren't so knowledgeable about German football? Sao Paulo is, is very different, you know, like, uh, because, you know, like the supporters, you know, like if you fight, if you, if you, you, you do your best, you know, they celebrate you. Um, now uh, you see, you know, they have a new stadium, all different things, you know, like it's, it's new, customized, you know, like um, every team, it's, you know, it's, I would say it's 2024, you know, mm -hmm. and every team needs to be like on this level, you know, like on because Sao Paulo was like when I played, we had uh, wood chairs, you know, like uh, uh, the stadium was yeah. there was not stadium, you know, like it was like, a, a, I don't know, it's a field uh, like you have a sure like uh, standing up uh, things, but you know the 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 how you say haupttribune um the, yeah, the, the main, main section the main stands. section where you sit you know like was all wood you know like and like benches and, and at the end you know like if you go toilet you know it's not a, like a where you uh, pee you know it's like a whole uh, whole session you know everybody staying between there's no 
sections, you know, like right. and uh, yeah. It's all 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 on on container, you know, like when I was there. Yeah. But now it's all stadium. It's all. I guess they have to do it a little bit to to keep up with everyone. Yeah, sure. You can't stay there forever. That's why I said, you know, the São Paulo brand. Yeah. It's now, you know, they have to push it up, you know, like a little bit exactly. But they're trying to keep it as as what it was. Yeah. And what about when you made it pro? So when you made the jump into into professional football. Was it always the idea like, okay, I'm just going to use this club to get me to the next level? And you always had higher higher heights to get to the Bundesliga, to get to the national team, to play in a World Cup. Did you make those goals or was it just, let me just play as best as I can right now and see where it takes me? Well, you know, I, I got the chance uh, to play for Sao Paulo and uh, I got, uh, the good things was I, I got a chance, you know, like to play for the first team. Yeah. And uh, the the... the in this part, you know, uh, 97, 98, 99, some had had problems with the strikers, you know? So it, this was my, my, you know, like... Your uh, calling. Yeah, my calling, like, to play there, you know? Right. So, um, but still I, I played also at 97, still I played uh, um, the A-Jugend, mm. the, the, the... U19. Under 19, yeah. And under 23, you know, like... Uh, Sometimes, you know, I went on Sunday when we didn't have a game for the under 23. I was sitting on a bench and they were saying, oh, come on, 20 minutes you play. And I was like, okay, I come in, scored three goals and went to the players and I, I, did I well, did, yeah. did I good, did I, did I did good, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they was laughing about this, you know? And, um, um, but, you know, it, 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 these days was like uh, maybe, if you if you write a book like these days was for me mm-hmm. to start my career and uh, to to do it well, you know. The layover hoodie is out now. Select size is still available on our website, footwork.club/shop, or follow any link in our bios. It will be the best hoodie you own. We personally guarantee it. And I think once you become pro, I mean, you see a lot of players have talent, but maybe can't get to the levels that they should because maybe off the field or their habits. So. For you, what did you do to strive to become a better footballer? It's hard to say because it's long, long term, you know. But um, I think um, if you if you want to do it as a striker, you have to keep going every day mm-hmm. because you have to train to shoot. Train to play one against one. Train to get some um, balls uh, in the box. You know, if you don't do it every day, you will have like uh, maybe some games, like a small down. You know, like yeah. and you you not you you not you will not score any goals. So, and then, you know, sure, you have, like, I had uh, this, like, five, six games not to score, you know, like, and then yeah. you think what you're doing wrong. Yeah. You're staying in front of the goal. It's seven and a half meters and you miss it. So, it, 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 it happened. Yeah. Right. But if you score, then it comes all back. Yeah. Right. We say when it rains, it pours, because I'm sure when you score, then you have the confidence to score again. Yeah. But... Mentally, I think that's so interesting as a striker because we've talked about it a few times before. Those periods without goals can be very tough mentally. Yeah. So how did you, if you can remember, how did you kind of combat those periods to make sure that you came out? No, like, like I said, you know, to, to keep working, to keep uh, doing your training sessions, yeah. after training sessions, mm-hmm. to go with your friends or like uh, to take a goalkeeper, to shoot on a goal 20 times or more more times as as long as you think uh, it's it's good for you you know yeah yeah making it simple kind of coming back yeah to simple the things you know yeah, like right. simple things for striker you know yeah because at the end you you have to score a goal yeah that's your job yeah right. that's yeah. your job yeah right that's nothing else no nope. you don't need sure because every coach told always to me i'm like i'm lazy i was lazy <laughs> But it was your because game. I didn't run, you know. Right. Yeah. But I always said to the coaches, Lactat, don't score goals. 
So what a quote. Sometimes I was right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. And is that something that you kind of learn from experienced older forwards on the team or strikers, or is it something you realize early in your career? Okay, if you just keep working, keep practicing, keep doing extra training, that even through the times where it's going not going so well, you just keep training and it will come back. Yeah, it's it, it is. They 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 said to me this, you know, you you have to work for, for your for yourself to be mental ready. If the ball comes, you have to score. Right. And this is what I say also to young kids, young players. If you are young, you have to play. Right. It's not about to get this money or this. It's about to play and to keep on. And if you play, you will get better. Right. In one day, if God wants, you will be a professional. If the God what don't want, you will be different. Not everybody can be professional. Right. And there's various levels, of course. You don't always have to play Bundesliga to play professional. No, but if you see under 19, if you the, the Youth Champions League, mm -hmm. there's so many, a lot of good footballers. Yeah. If you see Benfica, if you see... Uh, Paris Saint-Germain, if you see Dortmund, if you see, I don't know, Red Star, you know, there is a lot of players, but not everybody will be professional. Right. Sure, maybe one will be in Dortmund professional, but from the under 19, I tell you now, I don't know, I, I think there is, there are in the next round, but maybe three players will be get a professional contract. Yeah. Right. The other ones will go somewhere else. Yeah. Right. And this is what I maybe moan in Germany that they always look for good strikers and good I don't know, it doesn't matter which position. But there's a lot of good players in the in their own squad. Yeah. Right. Under 19. But giving them chance. They don't look at right. them as much though. But but if you see who was in the last five years who came up from the younger ones in the first team? There's not a lot. No. no. If you see Musiala, I don't know, in Dortmund. The young winger, Mukoku. I forget his name, Mukoku, yeah, maybe. Mukoku? Mukoku, yeah. Yeah. It's one. Yeah, but Mukoku, you hear something from him now? No, no. it's not quiet. Yeah. But this is, you know, small things, you know, like what I, that's why I, they, they moan in Germany, why it's not going well. You know, under 17 was World Cup champion yeah. now. Yeah. Give them a chance. <laughs> we will see how many players will be from them yeah. professionals. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I guess at some point they have to be given a chance with men's first team. It doesn't matter which, where. In but order for them to continue to develop. Sure, well. if they would not got get a chance to be in uh, in Dortmund, yeah, maybe somewhere else. Yeah, but here, it's, football is also a lot of here, mm -hmm. and you have to be lucky. Yeah, sure. A lot of things have to fall into place yeah. at the right time. It's not about sure talent and everything, but you have to be lucky mm -hmm. right. to get the chance. I don't know to play in Champions League and to score and. And to be then the first player then. Right. A lot of yeah. things need to happen, yeah. I mean, you've played with some very big name players and the list really goes on and on. We talked a little bit about them off camera too. So, I mean, Luka Modric, Marcus Alonso, Jack Wilshere, Gary Cahill, Mertesacker, Ozil. I say these because they were kind of maybe towards the beginning of their careers when you played with them. And I'm wondering what kind of things you saw from these players. Like, did you expect them to reach the heights that they reached. No, I saw that they cleaned my shoes over time. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do a good job? <laughs> no, it was funny. You know, I um, like like you said, you know, I played with these guys and um, when I see how much they worth it, you know, if you say Mizit Uzi yeah. was paid 50 million, you know, like yeah. long time ago, 50 yeah. million, you know, like this was now would be I don't know, he 150 or... Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, like, when he came to Werder Bremen, he was, like, oh, funny funny guy, you know, like, he had a... His hair was like uh, like a papagai. Yeah. <laughs> papagai. <laughs> and, uh, you know... <laughs> yeah. 
we know his eyes are a little bit different, mm. you know, like, and he was like, came in and, uh, you know, he was like, mm, like very thin, mm. playing a little bit. And, you know, like, he was thinking, okay, yeah, he's a talent, you know, like you see, technical, very good and everything. But who knows, will be he the new Diego or the new Miku or something like will that. Will he go to Real Madrid? Yeah. 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 But you couldn't see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end, every year better and better. Comes back to what we talked about earlier, a lot of like players Luka Modric. talent. Yeah. When I played with Luka Modric, they put him in the wrong position. Where did he play when you were? Number 10. Yeah. Mm. He was never number 10. They expect him from him. Sure, he has a genius passes with, with outside, yeah, inside, you know, like... But and he can score too, but I think that's not his sure, biggest. Sure, but Luka Modric is not a number 10. Yeah. Right. And since he plays for Real Madrid, he's like, for the Croatian football, he's, you will never get a player like this more. Mm. Ballon d'Or so, winner, I mean. Very yeah. high standard, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I think um, uh, in, in Croatian, you say Kapudopoda. It's just like uh, a head to the ground, uh, or like you know the the head to the ground. Mm-hmm. And this, what he he did, and what he he will do, still this year for for the Euro, for the Euros, and for the Croatian um, people, it is you cannot describe. Yeah, you'll be an ambassador too, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I got this uh, ambassador um, for this year, for the Euros, for the Croatian national team. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky yeah. to be a part of uh, mm-hmm. the Croatian national team and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Are there any players maybe, because we've named some big names, are there any players that you feel like that you've played with that maybe don't get the recognition that they deserve, like real true players that maybe could have bigger names or? Yeah, sure. I think, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Nico Crenshaw. He was in Tottenham. I think he has a possibility. He was, he was the number 10. Yeah. He has a possibility also to be like a Luka Modric. But you know, if you if you see like you know, we we had really, we had a really good squad. You know, like um, I think uh, um, Ivan Rakitic did a lot for the Croatian national team. Did uh, for his career what yeah. he he played in Barcelona. He won, I think, two, two Champions, Champions League, League I think, t- yeah. titles, um, and he is now in in Sevilla. I don't think he will go somewhere else. But, you know, like, uh, to be a person like him, you know, like, and... Uh, because, you know, our relationship is very good, and um, I think uh, it's, it's... it's I would say he's also a part where I would say he's one of the best players what Croatian had. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And then let's go to your time at Werder Bremen, club legend there, seven years spent there, five Champions League goals, uh, you won the double with them 2003, 2004, and filled with a lot of ups and downs. How do you reflect on your time there? Well, if you see um, what we did with Werder Bremen the last, if you see Werder Bremen the last 20, 30 years, this was the best part of Werder Bremen. Without a doubt, yeah, yeah. for sure. So they never did from seven years. Okay, no, the first year we didn't play Champions League, but uh, six years afterwards, we played every year Champions League. We was playing every year for the, not for the title, but, you know, for the first four competing yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. places. Right. And, uh, yeah. And in that time, I mean, in, in general, in your life, you've had three kidney transplants now. Um, two during your time, I think it was a span of two months, January and March, maybe it was. January, January and March, yeah. 
Can you walk us through maybe a little bit during this time period, maybe about the difficulties and how you kind of overcame it and came through? <coughs> yeah. Um, 2007, or better to say 2006, uh, I... Um, I couldn't uh, um, I couldn't wait more with my tablets um, because the doctor said uh, we, we have to do it uh, transplant uh, 2007 so um, the first thing uh, was uh, we did it with my mother and uh, it didn't work it was the 25th of January and uh, eight weeks later, um, we did it with my father, and it worked. So it was, I think, the 15, I think, of March. Yeah, 15 of March, I think, eight weeks later. Yeah, and in, in, in this part, you know, like if you if you. If you do a transplant and and then you 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 hear from the doctor, it it didn't work. You know, like it's right. it's in one part. I would say, why me? Yeah. First thing. I do it transplant, and it didn't work. But um, for me, it was um, you know I couldn't give up. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 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 the in the like from from the cross matches, my mother was the first one, my father was the second one, my brother was the third one. You know, like everybody could give me a transplant, um, and that's why my mother gave me the first one. So, like I said, um, why me? Why? Um, why my mother lost a kidney for this? Right. You know, yeah. like it's. It's different, you know, you know, if you in, and if your mother, you know, realize she wanted to give, but it didn't work, you know, yeah. she she was a little bit, you know, upset also for herself and saying, I couldn't help you, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's very. It's very hard for her. Yeah, right. it was very hard for her. Mm -hmm. But my, you know, like. For me, it was like sure. I was also upset because of the, it didn't work. But uh, for me, it was important, you know, like not to give up and uh, you know to to think about the next one, you know. Right. So and uh, the 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 second one, you know, was with my father. Um, I did everything different. I choose another day. Choose another hospital. I choose another. Um, part of it and yeah so it helped how long did it take after the the second one for you to kind of I guess get back on the field or at least know that you would be getting back on the field for sure um my first game was um 2007 in November but with the under under 23 mm -hmm. so still a long time from from that March at the end it's one year you know yeah mm -hmm. right but did you think at any point, like, okay, football is done? During, I mean, you have one transplant, then you have a second one a month and a half later. Yeah, was there fear that there, it would never happen again? Well, sure. Um, in this time, you had up and downs. Right. Totally. And um, but I had a good coach. He kicked my ass really good coach i was thinking oh i couldn't run more right i did i think three tests for this to get the commission to play in the bundesliga mm -hmm. that was like to be allowed to play again yeah. to deem you were fit okay Didn't yeah. it. wow and if you go there and, you know, like do the test and run and run and, you know, first thing, okay, second thing, third thing. Yeah, adds up. You think. It's, you know, it's, 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 
in one part is is it's also a part of learning you know like because my body is saying i'm not ready yeah like i said before right if your if your body is not ready you cannot give 100% right so on the fourth time you know like um in this year i wanted to come back right because the doctors always don't give me the uh, the permission um the Werder Bremen doctor didn't want it that i play football he gave me a paper that i sign it that he's not more for me um how you say um he was responsible responsible yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i wanted for me to come back and also to show you know this person mm-hmm. that he's wrong mm. right because the other doctors gave me permission right and you and do in the end yeah show that and they wrong. and they said um you can try it and if you try it you know we we will we will be behind you you know right yeah it's almost a combination of proving proving him wrong but also proving yourself right that you knew that this is what i said you know like it's it's for me it's like a part that i never did this before you know like one year like training 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 because when i start first training i was running like a old guy mm. i was not running i was like walking i was sweating and and from from this part to here <clears throat> i would i would i would not give anybody say do the same thing right because it was so difficult it was very hard mm. but i believe you are the only ever player to play in a major tournament after a kidney transplant at the moment yes at the moment yeah so i guess we talked about you know persevering and to keep going but what kind of advice would you give to players or to people maybe going through something similar or different but just have the same i guess weight or same strength to persevere through the doubt and the main failure. thing is not to give up yeah and if you give your body up you will not live and this is um what people needs to fight for The layover hoodie is out now. Select size is still available on our website, footwork.club/shop, or follow any link in our bios. It will be the best hoodie you own. We personally guarantee it. That's good advice. And then, I mean, we can jump to Bolton quick, where you played with a few Americans, Tim Ream, Stuart Holden, uh, former teammates of yours. How was that to go from, you went, you, you had a stop in France before you went to the Premier League, but how was it jumping into the Premier League? The biggest, the most amount of money, fast-paced, most amount of views. How was it jumping into that league? Yeah, I was lucky, you know, like because uh, I was in Nantes and um, I was, um, they was not happy with me more. We we dropped to the second league. I played four games in the second league. That was in your first season. They were relegated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end, uh, the, the the president thought. Uh, he brings Ivan Klasnic and he will score goals. Mm-hmm. But you know, you need 11 or 16 players uh, that... A lot of things need to yeah. fit yeah. the puzzle, yeah. So, um, yeah, and that, uh, the last days of uh, the summer transfer, uh, I got a call and uh, yeah, Bolton wanted me on loan with a, with a buy-in for two million. To make it to make it permanent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like a jackpot, you know, to go to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went there, and I feel very good. At the start, you know, I didn't play so much. But they they. I put my, my stamp on it, and uh, you know, like they they know. 
The thing was, they had a striker, Kevin Davis, you know, he was yeah. playing always. Mm -hmm. And this was my problem, not problem, but, but you know, I... It's your competition. Yeah, so, but he was the hero of the club. So he, he, he must play, doesn't matter who came. And uh, yeah, this is this is uh, the 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 reality is the reality yeah of yeah. of the club and uh, then I played half a year and um, they was very happy with me. No, one year one year I went there yeah. And then afterwards, after the year, Bolton was happy. But Bolton didn't want it or didn't have the two million to buy me. Sign, yeah. So what happened then? I had to go back to uh, to um, back to France. To France, yeah. And so and, you're playing and, in the second and, and, second tier and there. Train with them again. Okay. So you went back to France to train with them. Yeah. So I had to speak with the president. And uh, yeah, he, he was keep pushing you know like because he paid a lot of for me mm -hmm. for the first year and um, yeah he, he wanted this two million eh? but at the end he didn't get anything and you still went well we 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 decided because I had three years still contract mm -hmm. in France yeah and had a good contract yeah and he wanted me to to right to go, yeah, because he didn't want him to pay me mm -hmm. anything. So we, at the end, you know, we had the negotiation, something, and yeah. And you were doing all the negotiation yourself. Yeah, you know, we, we 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 did we did with the president. Um, I think he he came good out of this situation. Mm -hmm. Everybody won. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he didn't get the two million. Right, right. Like he would have paid you a lot more. more. Yeah. Speaking off of what Sean said, how do you compare when you play there? How do you compare the Bundesliga and the Premier League? Style of play, fans, things like that. I think uh, the hardest league of, for me, where I played, is is France. Yeah. What about it? It's it's very difficult because you know there there's a lot of African players and very strong, very fast, very. You know the mentality is different. Uh, you know if and then if you don't have a team, what is comparing with them? You know, like uh, because we we they came up the year before, uh, and then you know like you have to buy some good players. You know, so to to stay in the league. But um, to compare Bundesliga with the Premier League, sure, Premier League is the best league of the world. But you know, Bundesliga is like uh, you have good supporters. Um, you have a good. Um, I can say you know we in Bremen we 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 always um, um, did really well in the seven years. You know, like uh, it doesn't matter which year and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Many English players when they go over to Germany, they say they're quite surprised by how loud the stadiums are. Yeah, how the ultras are singing throughout the game. Yeah, Some because in different. England, you know, like it's not the really fan zone, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, they, they sing some songs, you know, mm -hmm. and that's it. Right. They don't really have, they also don't have the standing sections, I believe, right? So it's all seats. Yeah, but they stand a different a lot, atmosphere. You know? They stand a lot too, yeah. yeah, but they don't have those crowds of ultras like you would have at a Werder Bremen no. game, for no. example, yeah. Good, then I guess we go, I mean, reflecting on the journey now, what would you say helped you get to this moment? So in other words, why did you make it as a pro? Why did you keep going and why have you gotten to this point? Well, if you get a chance uh, to be a pro, um, take it. Oh. At the end, you know, I got a chance from Sao Pauli and uh, for me it was uh, always, you know, play for the first team, you know. It was very important. First time to go inside in the stadium, uh, be a part of this and yeah. You feel like that attitude that we've talked about a few times that never give up 
is the reason why you were able to make it such a long career and reach the heights that you reached? Yeah, if you see, I didn't have a so long career, you know, like, okay, I had 17, uh, 18 years, uh, 16, 17 years. But, you know, like, um, if you compare it, you know, like, I always say, what would be happen if this not would be happen, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where I would be. Yeah, where would I be if maybe you took the Juventus, if you were able to take the Juventus contract? Yeah, sure. Things like that. It's not about this, but but still... If I would not be ill with a kidney, yeah, mm -hmm. what happened then? Yeah, right. Because right, I was relatively but, early. You know, you you have to take what 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 the real life. You know, like right. uh, what life throws at you. It's it's how it is, and uh, you cannot change it now. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna head into some quicker questions to end up our fast feet round, as we call it. Who was your favorite player growing up? I really don't have some favorite players. Sure. There was no one you tried to like no. you know, emulate your game on or anything no, like that? No, no, no. Sure, you, you, you see some videos and everything. So, But, you know, to say, oh, I would like to be like him. And, and I always say, I would like to be a little bit faster. Mm. Us too. Yeah. That's Tell it. Me all. Yeah. A little yeah. bit faster, you know? That's the one trait you feel like yeah. if you were a little bit faster? Yeah. yeah. Then, then it would have been too easy. I was fast with the ball, but, you know, like, but to be, you know, like this, this small things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Favorite moment in football? Favorite moment, this was the goal against Bayern Munich in Munich. Mm. The 1 0 when. Oliver Kahn dropped the ball. I went to the right side, he went to the left side, and I scored. Yeah. How about most difficult moment in football? Against Turkey. Yeah? Yeah. The highs of scoring and then coming yeah. to the lows of not advancing. I saw my statue in Croatia. <laughs> I swear. I swear. There's no statue? There's no statue. Somewhere there's got to no. be a statue. A little one. <laughs> Best advice you ever received? The best advice I ever received? Wow. It's 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 not it's it's not advice, but you know, like it's it's a funny thing, you know, like because we spoke about Turkey, we spoke about the goal. One day, I was in Croatia and I spoke with somebody, an old guy, and I asked him, "What was the problem? We didn't go through this moment." And he said to me, Cold, it was your goal. That's why we didn't go through. I was thinking, so I shouldn't go score the goal? <laughs> to tie the game? To win the game? But, yeah. but he was honest, you know, like, because he was thinking this positive, or better to say this negative thing, when they scored, the Turkish players was like on the top right. of mm. the game, you know? Mm -hmm. We was down. We was 1-0 up, but with the goal, we was down like if somebody, I don't know, put a hole there and we went there. Yeah. And that's why we didn't could win this penalty. Mm -hmm. Because I think, personal, if we win this penalty... We will win Germany and we will wow. play against Spain. Mm -hmm. And I would not say we will win against Spain, but we was really small to be European champion. Right. But we lost the game against That's Turkey. Football. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's a cold statement from that old man. And this is what I always was like 
sure laughing about but who knows maybe the statement was like mm. yeah how about favorite place you've lived yeah it's hard to say you know because at the end i lived the whole childhood or to the I, I think 30 years in hamburg you know yeah. so my friends are here my family is here so you know like kind of has to be huh right yeah it's, it's very <laughs> simple choice yeah best player you've played with and against this is what people ask me a lot i could say In my best part of football is Johan Miku was the best player I played with. This guy was crazy. I don't know how was Zidane, mm. but they always said if Zidane was not there, Miku would, would be, would be yeah. uh -huh. the number 10 mm -hmm. of France. Mm. And I could say yes. And what about against? Against. I think Cannavaro was a really tough guy. Tough opponent, yeah. Yeah, he was not big, strong, but mm -hmm. he is strong. Was he was he clever in his yeah. movements? Yeah. Yeah. He kind of knew mm. where to go at certain times. Yeah. Yeah. How about if you weren't a footballer, what do you think you would have been? You know, um, I don't know when was it, but I think some years ago I was uh, looking in my old things and you know, you know the books when you give people for the school and to yeah. write friends. Sorry, your books, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I found my book mm -hmm. where I write all the things, <laughs> what was my favorite song, what yeah. was my, and I always said I wanted to be a Fine mechanica. It's like I, I did a. Um, you know what that is? Fine, fine mechanica fine. is like, you know, like. Mechanic? Mechanic? mechanic. Yeah. But small things, but you know, like detail. you make uh, details, like, like for TVs or. Ah, okay. Like yeah. really small things, you small know, like. Small parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Small. Something like that. Yeah. So, because I, I, my, my mother was um, working by Phillips mm -hmm. and yeah. I did a. Practicum, how you say practicum? Yeah, yeah, like an apprenticeship with them, yeah. Like yeah. an internship. And this was for me like, I the want best. to be like, yeah. 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 Because, you know, like when you was young and, you know, sure you played football, but you, you never think that you will be a, a professional. Mm -hmm. And when it started, then, you know, like we, that you get a, a invite for the national team, you, you get a, you know, like, all these things started and then you, you get invited to training with the first team and, you know, then was thinking, oh, look, I could be maybe a professional. Mm -hmm. So it was really only then where you realized, okay, maybe this can actually work out. <laughs> well, um, I realized, um, with 17, I would not be a fine mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for the future. Maybe in another life. Yeah. yeah. Any, any quote or mantra that you live by? Say it again. Any quote or mantra that you live by? What's that? Um, it's similar to best advice, but it's something that you kind of live day by day. And maybe there's a saying that you... An expression is saying. Expression. Like never give up could be one, you know, for instance. Sure. But like I said, on my WhatsApp, your is, WhatsApp yeah. this is Comes back to this. Yeah. Yeah. This is the main thing. What I can say is to people, uh, ill people, uh, ill person has one problem. The uh, normal person has so many problems. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Take things into Comes back to it too. Yeah. Yeah. We want to thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure to talk about the journey and hope sure. I can give some advice. Uh, you I think definitely you did. did. Yeah. Absolutely. So to people, maybe to have the same problem mm -hmm. yeah. or to, to people to, to be a professional. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. And we work. More. And work. Don't be lazy like me. 
Yeah. <laughs> and yes. maybe if you have questions about being a fine mechanic, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast where we like to post dance videos. Those are great. But more importantly, amazing content for any dream chasers out there. Plug, plug, pass. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mother, your brother, your sister, your pastor. It doesn't matter who. Tell the mailman, your dog, anybody that can listen. Like, subscribe, review, because all of that helps while you're there. We'll take whatever we can get to join the club. Join the club. He messed me up. I mean, he can just, he can just mash it together, so it's fine. (laughs)